When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Zone. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Do you fear the deer? And I'm not talking about the ones that are on four legs that could cross in front of your vehicle. Boy, the deer district in downtown Milwaukee is definitely enjoying the benefits of the Bucks being in the NBA Finals. And there is a connection to agriculture. We were looking for it all week long. I've got another one for you this morning. How are you, everybody? Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee. Tickled to be along with you on a Friday morning. County Fair activity continues through the weekend. Lafayette County Fair in Darlington. Lacrosse Interstate Fair in West Salem. Uh, Sauk County Fair in Baraboo, Dane County Fair in Madison. Fond du Lac County Fair in Fond du Lac. And I hope you'll get out and support those kids. Weather-wise... It will be a comfortable weekend to do just that. Sunshine today in 78, sunshine tomorrow in 83, sunshine on Sunday in 84. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Keeping Wisconsin strong. This is all about making a difference for those we serve. Countryside and Landmark are now a single cooperative that's all about being passionate, innovative, and going all out for members, customers, and each other, and all in on your continued success. Nothing will keep us from giving it our all, all day, every day, with the right solutions all the time. We are all Civia, and we are all together now. Learn more at ALCIVIA.com. Yes, Bob. And while we wait for those cranberries to ripen, the Cranberry Growers Association is working on strengthening the cranberry workforce. Stephanie Hoff here from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. The Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers Association got a grant from Mid-State Technical College. This money is going to go toward paying tuition for workforce training programs so cranberry growers can get their employees in those courses. Tom Lochner, the executive director of the association, gives an update on what workforce looks like in the cranberry industry. But first, Alex Skowinski is in charge of member education with the cranberry growers. She tells me more about this grant. So the grant came from the workforce advancement training grants through the Wisconsin Technical College system. The different technical colleges around the state will help employers to write and apply for these grants and then also then help them announce the partnership and implement the the grant and get their employees into the the training program. Is it covering the classes? How does that work? It will cover a portion of the tuition for the classes, so we'll use it to offset the fees of what people would need to pay for attendance. We don't know the details yet about exactly what tuition prices will be or what percentage will be covered by the grant, Um, but we did get a dollar amount that was about two-thirds of what the training cost will be. We have about a six-month timeline that we're going to develop the scheduling and the pricing and, you know, the exact materials and dates and all those sorts of things. So we're very early on. And why, why apply for this? What kind of drove that decision? 
Well, we have focused our educational programming on growing cranberries, working with UW Extension and the UW-Madison researchers. We can provide educational programming on the how to grow cranberries, and um, our, our members, our grower members, had expressed that recruiting employees and also retaining their current employees and developing their workforce were additional um, priorities for them, and so this gave us an opportunity to meet those needs. Are you guys trying to grow the pipeline of workforce or the pipeline of growers? That's certainly one aspect that we can work on. This, I think, is a little different in that it's developing the current workforce and retaining those people in their jobs on the the cranberry marshes. This allows the employers to have a chance for their employees to develop their skills a little bit more. We're going to be doing a digital marketing class, some soft skills training that'll include things like communication, listening, and emotional intelligence, CPR, and also large equipment maintenance. All of the attendees that, you know, sign up for these classes will get into the mid-state system. They will earn certificates for these classes, and they will be recorded on a transcript. They will have, then, a start of a transcript with mid-state. Tom, this next one's for you. Tom is the Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers Association Executive Director. Is the cranberry industry having a hard time retaining a workforce and getting help? We've had issues with uh, shortages of labor for um, some time, and like everyone else in agriculture, it seems to be getting a little bit more acute as we move along here, especially um, coming out of the pandemic. Uh, growers are finding it difficult to find seasonal employees and, and also uh, trying to identify full-time employees uh, that can work on the marsh year-round and have a set of skills that uh, can enable them to do that, everything from operating machinery and maintaining equipment to welding, uh, taking care of irrigation systems, those types of things. And so that, that's been a critical need for the industry. We're like everybody else, and we're trying to do everything we can to provide information and recruit people to work on cranberry marshes and then retain those uh, people when they come out. And part of what we want to do is enhance their skills as well so that they can take on additional responsibilities on the marshes. But uh, recruitment and retention is, is very important, and it's uh, it's difficult right now, I think, as you probably heard from most people and, and most farmers, that uh, finding those key people is uh, is a challenge. You need more than just help during the harvest, right? Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a tremendous number of... Uh, employment opportunities on on cranberry farms here in the state uh, for marsh managers to what some people might call marsh technicians who who operate equipment, um, who help uh, operate the marsh, essentially. There's a lot of uh, activities in in horticultural skills that are needed and mechanical skills. Um, We employ everything from people with engineering skills to people with obviously business skills, but also people who are can operate heavy equipment, apply uh, chemicals um, that we need to the crop, um, also to serve as crop consultants to, to scout the crop and evaluate it, integrate it, use integrated pest management programs, um, and then also to advise and, and work with growers on nutrient management as well. So there's a tremendous number of opportunities for uh, people with both uh, high school technical and uh, four-year degrees to to find employment and good jobs on cranberry marshes. And we talked about labor on the marsh, but we didn't talk about, can people just start a cranberry bog? To be honest with you, it's it's very difficult to do that from scratch. Right now we have about 275 cranberry farms in Wisconsin, and most of them have been in production for um, quite some time. But if you're going to get into the uh, growing cranberries, uh, you have to have a site 
that's appropriate. That includes a, a ready source of uh, uh, clean water. Um, you need to have an acidic soil. You need to have sandy soil is what we grow all them in. And you need to have uh, money to invest in the development of a cranberry bed. To, to build the bed out and uh, and buy vines and put them in is probably going to, depending on your site, going to cost you anywhere from, I would say, twenty-five to $40,000 an acre. And then you wait three years to get a crop, and it takes five to seven before it gets into full production. So we don't see a lot of new marshes being built. Um, sometimes you in, get to a position where you infringe on wetlands, and then you have to get a permit from the Corps of Engineers and Department of Natural Resources. So we haven't seen a lot of marshes being built. It's uh, it's difficult to get into just because of the nature of the business. is uh, It's a expensive uh, investment, and you have to find the right site. But... Uh, um, you know, our growers, have, you know, our family growers have been around for generations. We've got multi-generation farms going back seven, eight generations that are uh, uh, growing the uh, state's largest fruit crop. So you don't really have new people entering the, the cranberry business as far as, you know, owning a bog or anything like that. I, are you having people exit the business, though, or is that 275 farms staying pretty stable? It's it's pretty stable. We see some transition. Right now, I think the industry's... I've been with the Growers Association for 32 years, and when I joined WSGGA, they were in a generational transition where um, people um, were coming back to the marsh um, and taking over the operations from their parents or from their relatives. We're seeing another generational shift um, right now where the younger people are coming back to the farm and... Uh, um, beginning to take it over and continuing um, that family tradition of, of growing cranberries. So we're really fortunate that a lot of our growers are, um, well, the growers uh, we're fortunate to work with that our growers are very progressive in nature, and they're very, I would say, professional in nature in that they, they work very hard to uh, make sure that their farms are operating as efficiently as possible and as environmentally sensible as possible. We always talk about environmental stewardship and we always talk about sustainability and we try to grow cranberries in a sustainable manner both environmentally but also economically so we're able to transition it to the next generation as uh, things change over time. Does the cranberry growers, do you guys try to get the young people active in in the business? Oh yeah, I think... uh, there's there's a couple a number of things that we do and it, you know each family varies and I think most growers are are born into it and uh, it's kind of in their blood to be on the marsh I mean it's a great it's a great job you're out working outdoors in a beautiful environment and doing something that you're passionate about is great what we we've been doing as an organization is recognizing that these uh, generational shifts are occurring so uh, what Alex's uh, education programs are working on and what our foundation has been working on is, is targeting those young people to find out what skills they need to have enhanced and how you know what information they need to work better. So we, we do a lot of work with UW Extension and with UW CALS and, and other folks on technology transfer and, and helping the younger generation that's coming on become better growers. We also operate a leadership development program which we bring in about 15 growers every two years and put them through a, a program to learn more about themselves, learn more about management and soft skills, but then also to learn more about the industry, how the organizations work for them, give them some uh, communication skills, um, spend some time just working with them to give them those skills that they'll need to manage their workforce and 
on the farm, but also hopefully um, they'll take some of those skills and use them in leadership roles in their community. Our selfish uh, motive, too, is that they'll take roles and active roles in leadership in the industry organizations. And that program has been very successful in, in developing. Uh, this generation seems to be very passionate about cranberries and wants to be active not only in their farms, but in their communities and also within the cranberry grower community. Again, that's Tom Lochner and Alex Skowinski of the Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers Association. And from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Exciting news. Hi, I'm Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. We have spent many hours combing through our prices and we are proud to announce that The Healthy Place now has the lowest prices you'll find in the nation on all of your favorite products. In fact, I'm so sure you can't find a lower price, I'll give you a $50 gift card if you do. Just shoot me an email, tim at findyourhealthyplace.com and share the product you found. Our mission is to help you find your healthy place and we never want cost to be a barrier in your health journey. The Healthy Place is committed to providing high-quality supplements and vitamins at the most competitive prices in the nation. Come on over to any of our four locations for in-store shopping or curbside pickup, or stay home and take advantage of our same-day delivery in Dane County, free shipping, live chat feature on our website, and phone consultations. Stop in or check us out online at findyourhealthyplace.com. The Healthy Place. Oh, you know me. Easy come, easy go. Tomorrow's another day. What's the big hurry? Are you kidding me? I have the patience of a goldfish. When I get an idea in my head, I like to let it simmer. Now that's a whopper. Good thing Lazy Boy in Madison has a warehouse full of furniture ready to deliver. Good things come to those who wait. Am I right? No. You're not right. There's a coffee table at Lazy Boy, and I have room for it in my living room now. Fine wine, a fresh bread, a chocolate souffle. But where are you going to sit and enjoy it? Lazy Boy has chairs, tables, and sofas in the store right now. Take time to smell the roses. That's what I always say. And I say a new vase and a new end table are a great way to enjoy those roses. Great-looking furniture ready to deliver from Lazy Boy. Lazy decorators love Lazy Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Madison. East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. Sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. On a finally Friday morning, time for your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. And Stu Mock joining us live this morning. I got to believe that you're... Probably got uh, one eye open, one eye closed. You did the emceeing work last night for the Fond du Lac County Youth Livestock Auction. How'd it go? It was a wonderful sale. The support of, of family, friends, and businesses last night was just tremendous. And the the young people benefited. I hope they considered that to be pretty important. You know, we've been hearing that a lot from county fairs. Jefferson County Fair last week had a real big sale. I hope that momentum continues. I'll be the MC tonight for the Dane County Youth Livestock Auction starting at 645 in the northwest corner of Pavilion 2 at the Alliant Energy Center grounds. And then I want to carry the good news over tomorrow, 1 o'clock, Sauk County Fairgrounds in Baraboo, I'll be doing their youth livestock auction. So let's keep the good feelings going. Can you keep the good feelings going when it comes to our forecast for the weekend, Stu? 
I think so. I think it looks very fine. In fact, heading into this weekend with temperatures pushing back up to normal and above, lots of sunshine. Yesterday's rain, now a memory, unless you've got a lot of puddles somewhere. But uh, the radar indicating precipitation off to our south, extending southwestward from Indiana through Illinois to Missouri, all the way down to Oklahoma. The cool front that dropped through yesterday still just south of Wisconsin, Indiana, Illinois, down to northern Missouri. But that front, if anything, will slowly push a bit further southeast as we head through the next day or two. What's really going to happen here in Wisconsin is that sunshine builds in, and along with sunshine, temperatures begin to warm it up back to normal or above already by Saturday and Sunday. Next week, still very warm. I mentioned it yesterday, into the upper 80s, some 90s possible as we head toward midweek. No rainfall to mention. I don't expect a chance of rain till possibly Thursday. So we've got a spell here where it's getting a lot warmer, a lot drier. Oh, I know there's going to be a lot of hay made as we look at the weekend now and into early next week. Going to take advantage of that. And those crops are looking good. The corn's starting to tassel. It's just that time of the year where that rain came along and hopefully did us a lot of good if it didn't come too heavily as we know it did yesterday in some areas. But otherwise, with warmer air coming up, it's going to be some pretty great growing weather here into the weekend and next week as well. I'll have forecast details right after this. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. BadgerBean.com puts the Wisconsin soybean farmer first, and it's your place to go for the latest soybean news and research from leading industry experts. Simple, easy-to-access resources for the betterment and advancement of a sustainable soybean industry right here in Wisconsin. BadgerBean.com, an invaluable tool constantly updated for Wisconsin soybean farmers. For info and the latest updates, find us on Facebook and visit BadgerBean.com today. Alrighty, Stu, let's talk a little bit more about this uh, weather and next week. Of course, next week is Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Sounds like I better better prepare to take a little water with me, huh? Yeah, prepare to hydrate and uh, take care of some sun issues, too. Our Compere Financial Ag Weather Update does include a little patchy fog on this Friday morning. And otherwise, we're in for a mostly sunny day. A lot of upper 70s, just into the 80s around La Crosse and Mauston. East winds today about 5 to 10. We stay clear overnight. Upper 50s around 60. East winds 5 to 10. Sunny skies Saturday, another nice day, low 80s, about 80 in the east, low 80s in the west. The northeast winds 5 to 10, and then sunny Sunday, mid-80s, a few upper 80s, Lacrosse and Boston. East winds about 5, upper 80s, closing in on 90 with sun on Monday, Pam, and starting farm technology days. Upper 80s and about 90, oh. sunshine, that rain chance holding out till at least Thursday. Wow, that sounds like typical farm technology days where you're choking back uh, plenty of dust, but uh, hopefully getting plenty of folks to enjoy the show too. Yeah, and not having to deal with mud anytime. Yes. That'd be great. Boy, that is true. Very true. All right, buddy. Well, rest up. Have a good weekend. We'll catch up with you on Monday. All right. We'll see you then.
Stumach, Ag Meteorologist, along with us this morning after a full evening at the Fond du Lac County Fair helping those kids with their youth livestock auction. Uh, this is the weekend. If you're looking for county fair activities, it's all over the place. Lacrosse County Fair, Lacrosse Interstate Fair in West Salem, Lafayette County Fair in Darlington, Sauk County Fair in Baraboo, Dane County Fair in Madison, Fond du Lac County Fair in Fond du Lac. Take your pick. That's your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial, your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. What have we here? Crackers. At least I think they are. They're in a cellophane wrapper. There are two of them. Crackers always travel in pairs. They snap like crackers. Crumble like them, too. Nine out of ten cracker eaters would give them a positive ID. But these aren't crackers. They're dinner. Jim Krevix for five days straight. There are people like Jim all across Madison. And because the need is there, so are we. This year... We'll supply people like Jim over $950,000 in food through Dane County's busiest food pantry. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in clothing, shelter, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. When your favorites start the game, you can count on a win. Count on Interstate All Battery when you need your car, golf cart, and outdoor equipment to start. Interstate All Battery Staying Power delivers more going power. One store for all the battery energy you'll ever need. Rely on the Interstate All Battery Center to keep you in a starting position. And always free battery testing. Just inside the Middleton Business Park. Interstate Batteries. Outrageously dependable. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system. The battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home? Receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Don't miss complete coverage of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, July 20th through the 22nd in Eau Claire. Coming to the show? Come see us on the 20th by the Rural Event Center with Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. And catch us by Innovation Square in booth 632 with Rank Seed. Let us take care of your seed. Family owned and operated in Sun Prairie for over 85 years. Grow with Rank at 1-800-BUY-RANK. See you at Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire. We were looking to replace our aluminum siding on our old house. We ended up going with Prairie Exteriors. We had them come out and give us an estimate. I was just impressed with their service. They had siding samples. Their pricing was really reasonable. It looks amazing. 
Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie Exteriors, now that's impressive. PrairieExteriors.com looks phenomenal. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with the strong-armed robbery investigation. On June 30th, 2021, at approximately 4.12 p.m., NPD officers were dispatched to the 100 block of North Butler Street for a strong-armed robbery. The victim was waiting at a bus stop tying her shoe when the suspect hit her and stole her backpack and glasses. The suspect fled the area on foot and is still at large. The victim was not injured from the incident. The suspect is described as a male black, approximately 45 years old, last seen wearing a black shirt and light blue jeans. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact the Madison Police Department at 255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can remain anonymous and receive up to $1,000 in cash rewards for tips that lead to an arrest. Landscape Envy? That's what you create when you add Kalani Wash Decorative Stone to your landscape. Choose from our selection of multicolored stones for around trees, shrubs, and under decks. Plus, we offer gravel stone for walkways, driveways, and a base for patio bricks and retaining walls. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com or you can simply pick it up at our awesome processing plant. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. And good-looking decorative stone. So, Rob, I'm so, and listen, it's still going to come up once in a while with the Aaron Rodgers chatter and yada, yada, yada. But you know what? There's also some other guys on this team, believe it or not, that don't wear the number 12. So, Rob, I ask you, what about this training camp coming up here? What are some battles we need to look at besides Aaron Rodgers' battle with uh, PR and the brass? Yeah, good, good, good segue there. The the, the battle with uh, management, right? And, and you are right. We're 12 days away from veterans reporting. 13 days away, Evo, from from them being on the field for the first time. It'll it'll be that Wednesday, the 28th, and and there's no doubt, all eyes will be on Rogers between now and then. But like you said, I mean, there's a lot of really good things uh, that I think the fan base should keep an eye on. You know, whether or not Rogers is there, um, it, it, it's a it's a deep roster, Evo. It's it's a really good roster. If Rogers is there, they'll compete for a Super Bowl. If he's not. I still think they have an outside chance to win the division with, with, with Jordan Love, and, and then we'll see how the Rodgers stuff plays out. But they're going to have four or five really interesting training camp battles. You know, the number one one that I'm going to watch far and away, Evo, is Kevin King versus Eric Stokes. You know, the King kind of the maligned corner who, who got beat up by Tom Brady in Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game, probably one of the most forgettable performances in franchise history. Um, you know, he'll – you know, decades from now, he'll he'll still be you know the guy that probably wears the goat horns the most from from that particular loss. Maybe it's Matt Lafleur, I guess, for for settling for the field goal. Maybe it's Rodgers for for not running it in or trying to run it in against the Dominican Sioux. But Kevin King in the in that uh, NFC Championship game was absolutely brutal, as you know, Evo. Um, they brought him back on a one year five million dollar deal. Then they drafted Eric Stokes a few weeks later to, to compete at, at, at corner against him. And Matt LaFleur, the night of the draft, Evo, the, the weekend of the draft, said, um, you know, it, it, it's wide open there between King and Stokes. And, you know, Stokes is going to be a guy that I think the fan base is going to love to watch. Evo, 429 in the 40, right? A great athlete, 
four, you know, almost a 40-inch vertical, the, the 10-8 broad jump, so, so the kid's unbelievably athletic. Um, Kevin King has been a disappointment in his four years in, in Green Bay up till now. Um, the, the way they structured the contract, Evo, he's safe. He's going to make the roster, even if Stokes beats them out. They'll just have terrific depth at, at the cornerback position. But, you know, that's going to be one I think that's going to be a ton of fun to watch. I'll give you a couple other ones real quick, yeah. Evo, and, and we can get into them a little bit, you know, piece by piece. But, you know, uh, outside linebacker, I think Rashawn Gary's ready to win a starting job. They'll have to take it away from Preston Smith. That's going to be a fun one. Um, they've got a lot of options, Evo, on that offensive line, uh, with or without Bakhtiari. Uh, you know, I'm still under the impression uh, it's kind of the assumption they'll play it safe there. It's typically how they operate in Green Bay, um, where you won't see David Bakhtiari maybe the first month or so of the season. And if that means Elton Jenkins jumps out to left tackle, which I think is what would happen, Evo, you know, you'll, you'll see guys like Lucas Patrick and John Runyon uh, probably start at guard. They've got some other options, too. I mean, they've, they've drafted six offensive linemen, Evo, in the last two years. And it, it, it's going to be a battle royale when, when camp opens uh, for, those, for those roster spots at, on the offensive line. You know, but eventually when Bakhtiari returns, I think you're probably looking at right guard coming down to Patrick versus Runyon, which should be uh, a pretty fun battle there. They've got some, they've got some battles that will go on. Evo at inside linebacker. You know, people didn't really pay much attention, but after the draft, they signed this Devondre Campbell uh, from Arizona. And, um, you know, he was sitting on the street. Mm-hmm. He's had some productive seasons. He goes way back to Atlanta with Matt LaFleur. And then, you know, versus a couple of rookies from last year, Kamal Martin and Chris Barnes. Now, they don't ask a ton from those inside linebackers, Evo, and a lot of times they only play with one. And it, I mean, it's only about 10, 15% of the time where they have both those guys on the field. But, but there's going to be some battles there between Campbell, Martin, and Chris Barnes. Um, I think Oren Burks finally, you know, after three, four years of being a really disappointing player, he's kind of shown the door uh, at the end of training camp this year, Evo. They, they admit the mistake there and, and move on from him. Uh, but there, there's going to be some fun battles there. And, and, and don't forget wide receiver. I mean, the one I think we'll all watch is, is MBS versus Lazard to kind of see who gets the most snaps there at number two. But you've got the rookie there in Amari Rogers. You've got Funches back in the mix. I, I, I think what Equinemia St. Brown is going to be really on the bubble when it comes down to, to making this team Evo. So there's going to be a lot of really fun things to watch in addition to the quarterback. Rob, uh, uh, real quick, speaking of Packers wide receivers, Rob Reister joining us right now on Forbes.com. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Of course, next week is the big Wisconsin Farm Technology Days event. That's Tuesday through Thursday just outside of Eau Claire. And Focus on Energy will be there. Jessica Millsnow, one of the Focus on Energy team advisors, going to explain what they're doing at Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. That's before we wrap her up on a Friday. I'm Pam Youngke. Now, from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Friday. So today is the 16th day of July, and let's talk about it. On this day back in 1941, Horicon's National Wildlife Refuge was finally established. It had taken 20 years of struggles with conservationists. It's 21,000 acres that encompasses the Horicon Marsh. It's the largest freshwater cattail marsh in the United States and home to over 223 species of birds and other wildlife. That was established on this day back in 1941. 
On this day in 1995, Amazon sold its first book. And stop and think about all the merchandise that Amazon has sold since. And on this day in 2004, Martha Stewart sentenced to five years in prison plus five months in home confinement for lying to federal investigators. Ah, yes, we remember it well, but boy, she seems to have rebounded, hasn't she? And now you know. Well, we want you to know that there are a lot of people that are suddenly very excited about basketball. NBA Finals in Milwaukee involving the Milwaukee Bucks and the Deer District. And that's meant good business for food and beverage sales in downtown Milwaukee. Mike Christensen is the Vice President of Sales for Milwaukee Brewing Company. They are downtown Milwaukee by the Deer District. I asked him to describe what it's like to be a food and beverage vendor in downtown Milwaukee with the NBA Finals in your neighborhood. It is absolutely electric down here. And it's neat to see people lining up early to come in down to the Deer District. You know, the great part of our spatial relationship with uh, where the Pfizer form is, I mean, our Ninth Street Brewery location is only a block and a half away from Pfizer. So we get a lot of people coming in pre-gaming, if you will, in our tap room, uh, enjoying the spot, uh, getting some food before the game, you know, going down to the Deer District either just to enjoy the game on one of the giant TVs they have down there or actually going to the game itself. Right. Like they were this week. You know, we've talked a lot about Wisconsin hospitality and that it's more than just the game. Uh, help me understand how folks down near the Deer District and elsewhere have tried to carry that theme. Well, and, and it is, it, there's a, you know, like you said, Wisconsin hospitality, Wisconsin nice. Um, I think, you know, we have all opened our doors, whether it be on Old World 3rd Street uh, whether it be down in the Deer District, whether it be here in the Brewery District, uh, where we're located. Uh, but it's really a, really a great opportunity, especially after the year we have had um, in the hospitality industry, uh, to have really be reinvigorated with this great activity that happens downtown right now. So what kind of volume have you been seeing? What, what have your numbers looked like, Mike? Well, it's, I mean, five, six times as many people have come in prior to games, uh, you know, post game, uh, we still get, you know, we still get some trickle out post game. We don't, you know, get, you know, nearly as many people obviously hanging in here, uh, to watch the games. I mean, when you have the opportunity to go down and experience that, those huge crowds down the deer district, but we do, we do have some people that are, are in here. We have specials going on, uh, to watch the games in our tap room. So it's been, it's been, you know, remarkably more busy on a say a Wednesday night than it would be any other time. Now, you mentioned food. Is there a food preference that visitors are uh, gravitating towards? And what about those visitors? Are they out-of-towners? Are they Milwaukeeans? What do you see? It's a little bit. So we get a lot of, uh, we get a lot of people who are Milwaukeeans who, you know, are maybe are already fans of Milwaukee Brewing Company and we don't want to come down and, you know, drink a, have a beer and uh, have their favorite beer and watch the game here. Or we are getting, you know, we get a significant amount of out-of-towners that are coming in and, you know, they're exploring, um, exploring the city. And, you know, breweries are, you know, we're a destination brewery. And that's uh, the whole purpose of it being built in this area. And we do get a lot of out-of-towners, you know, exploring and coming in for a beer and, uh, and grabbing something to eat. Any particular menu item that they seem to gravitate towards? I said to Mike, uh, we're looking at the staples, the the beer, the brats, the cheese. I'm just yeah, wondering that, if that's true. 
Well, we don't do a, we don't do a, uh, we don't have food service here in our tap room per se. We have a, a restaurant called Bottle Holes Forty Two that's located right next door. So they've got the full gamut of you know a tavern menu, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and we see a lot of that. We see uh, we see we are able to people are able to order food and bring it over here to our tap room mm-hmm. side. And we see a lot of quick you know uh, appetizers, cheese curds, mm-hmm. really high on the menu. No matter uh, where you're from, if you're coming in from out of town, that's uh, probably the most prominent one is cheese curds. No surprise there. Thank you, Mike Christensen. He is the vice president of sales for the Milwaukee Brewing Company. Just one of the businesses connected with the food and beverage industry that are happy to see the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals. Back with a look at markets in just a moment. Don't miss complete coverage of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, July 20th through the 22nd in Eau Claire. Coming to the show? Come see us on the 20th by the Rural Event Center with Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. And catch us by Innovation Square in booth 632 with Rank Seed. Let us take care of your seed. Family owned and operated in Sun Prairie for over 85 years. Grow with Rank at 1-800-BUY-RANK. See you at Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire. When hot weather strikes your cattle, milk production drops and feed intake decreases. Summer heat may also impact the viability of your herd's reproductive cells. Protect your bottom line this summer by adding BioVet's Bovine Gold Light to your cow's daily ration. And keep the herd hydrated, maintain milk production, and keep your breeding program in check. Call now and they'll help you add Bovine Gold Light to your animal health program. 1-800-BIOVET1. 1-800-BIOVET1. BioVet. Innovation at work. We need you and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Big drop yesterday in Chicago on cheese. Barrel cheese dropped nine and a half to a dollar fifty. Forty pound block cheese down nine and a quarter and one sixty four and a half. And double A butter dropped two and a half cents to one sixty eight and a half. In overnight trade this morning, December corn is up a quarter of a cent, five fifty six and a half. November beans are up seven and a quarter at thirteen eighty seven and a quarter. September wheat's up eight and a half at six eighty and a half. But August milk is still down. 13 cents at 16.85 a hundredweight. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You no longer have to hide your hands. Your hands have been taking care of everyone else. Isn't it time that you take care of your hands? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Did you know there are several aesthetic treatments that help your hands look brighter, healthier, and more youthful? Treatments such as broadband light and chemical or laser peels help with tone, texture, and getting rid of those stubborn age spots. Skin-type procedures can smooth out wrinkles and fine lines, as well as add new collagen. Dermal filler, like Restylane Lift, is used to improve the volume in the back of the hands. The results are noticed immediately, giving you a fuller, more hydrated appearance. Most treatments can last over a year and are more affordable than you might think. Now you can show off your hands with confidence. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. 
This is Jeff Dunn from Dunn's Import in Middleton. Impulse buying. Be careful. Have common sense. I hear a few times a year how we went to Chicago and bought this car because it was an unbelievable deal and I really love the color. Then the beating begins. We want to inspect your purchase before the money is on the table. So do you. We can help you with your import car decisions before it's too late. Call Dunn's Import in Middleton for a buyer's inspection first. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We've built our bank around no-nonsense solutions. We've made every ATM your ATM with our unlimited surcharge fee refunds. With our mobile app, deposit your checks and pay your bills. Simplify savings with smart automation. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank. Timely decisions. People you know. Member FDIC. Equal Opportunity Lender. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. The heat of the summer is on, and I'm sure that you're noticing your energy bills reflect the heat of the summer. It's time for a chat with our friends from Focus on Energy. Remember, they partner with our utilities all across the state of Wisconsin to find new and unique ways to help you save on that energy bill. And joining us today is Jessica Milsna. She is one of the field representatives that's out there, an energy advisor that's helping you find those sources of big energy consumption and hopefully come up with some solutions. Today, we're going to pivot a little bit and talk a bit about another source of energy where Focus on Energy is partnering, and that's propane use. Jessica, I I don't think, I guess, not top of mind with me all the time about how much propane a farmer agribusiness can go through. Tell me what Focus on Energy has created here. Absolutely. Um, There is a lot of propane equipment on the farms that use propane. Um, So right now we have a bonus incentive when completing any um, propane or natural gas um, fueled equipment projects for the rest of 2021. So anything purchased after March 11th of 2021, excluding grain dryers and tune-ups, um, is eligible for that 50% bonus match as long as it's installed by December 31st and applications are submitted by January 31st of 2022. Let's take a step back and remind people what the Focus on Energy Advisors are doing these days. I mean, all of us are excited to see county fairs back on, you know, dairy breakfasts were on, state fair is coming. Give us a little update on what our Focus on Energy Advisors are up to these days. You're you're back out, well, you really weren't off the road completely, but you're really back out in full force now. We are. um, We've had some of our restrictions um, lifted, which is, been great to get out on more farms and see more of our trade allies and help um, more customers. It's just nice to have that face-to-face connection once again. Right. And those agribusinesses and farms are looking to save any extra money that they can. So now let's focus in on some potential examples, Jessica, of this propane bonus that's being offered by Focus on Energy in partnership with the Public Service Commission. Give us a little idea on some of the projects we might think about. So some things to think about would be those refrigeration heat recovery units. Um, Some people will refer to them as free heaters. Um, Those water heaters you have in your milk house or elsewhere, Um, boilers, um, furnaces, unit heaters, maybe some infrared heaters in your shop. 
Um, there's a lot of different things to think about. Basically, anything to do with heat or water heating um, was probably eligible for this bonus. That's excellent. Now, if I am uh, trying to walk my way through a project, uh, always advise that you get in touch with Focus on Energy first so that you can come out and evaluate the project because uh, there are specific models, specific ways to get things done to qualify for these bonuses. Absolutely. There are some efficiency requirements on some of this equipment, so it's really important to get in touch with your energy advisor. That way we can pre-qualify the equipment for you and make sure that you will get that incentive at the end of the project. I always say the paper push, and you take care of all the paperwork. All I have to do is basically sign once it's completed. Absolutely. We'll walk you through the application process and help you get that paperwork together um, and just try to make it as easy as possible, especially when people are busy out in the field. You know, and I'll tell you what, folks, if you've never seen a Focus on Energy advisor at work, that, to me, they speak a whole whole different language. They talk in kilowatts, they talk in different units, and they talk very eloquently with the trade advisors you're working with. But it might go over my head if I'm an average producer. Better to just let you Focus on Energy advisors take us through. Absolutely. Don't be intimidated by all the different requirements and things that you may see when you're looking through our catalogs. We can help you clarify all of those things and make sure that you are getting that correct equipment installed. I'll tell you, we were talking about energy consumption. One of the groups that has seen quite a bit of energy consumption this year are the folks that are running their irrigation systems. Tell me a little bit about what Focus on Energy is doing with those people that might have investments in irrigation. Absolutely. Um, for those throughout the state that are running irrigation systems, um, we have a couple different offerings that you may not be aware of. Um, we have a pump motor horsepower reduction offering. So if you downsize the motor on your irrigation system, you can get $65 per horsepower reduced. That's, of course, for existing systems only. And then if you are Adding a variable speed drive or variable frequency drive to your either your existing irrigation well pump or to a new system um, that you're installing, you can get um, up to $50 per horsepower back for that as well. It does have to run at least 500 hours per year. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I mean, definitely some areas of the state, that's just a an automatic yes, but for other folks might have to evaluate that. That's kind of a new area that uh, Focus on Energy has been channel- channeling some, some effort, isn't it? Absolutely, and we've had it for a number of years, but we, you know, obviously this year it's on people's minds with kind of, we didn't have a lot of rainfall for quite some time. So um, definitely, if that's something that you are looking at upgrading or um, looking at more efficient, we can definitely help with those. Excellent. Jessica Millsner is along with us. She's a Focus on Energy advisor, ready to come to your farm or agribusiness and help you troubleshoot your way through any projects you're looking at. This time around, focused in on that propane bonus that's being offered basically from now through the end of the calendar year, but you have to have specific Uh, plans in place, specific equipment in place there. Of course, we know our irrigation producers, they are very much uh, sensitive to energy consumption and some offerings there. You know, if we're not thinking about big projects, Jessica, that doesn't mean we're out of the loop as far as focus on energy. Now there's even a little incentive for what they're calling smart thermostats. Uh, I've got one on my house. Uh, It makes sense that farmhouses and farms in general might want to look at those smart thermostats. 
Yes, right now the Office of Energy Innovation, um, along with Focus on Energy, is offering a $100 discount on smart thermostats specifically in farmhouses. Um, These houses must be heated by propane, um, but you can check out focusonenergy.com slash propane and get all of the requirements and details on that. Let's make sure that people are aware of that uh, website. There's a fantastic catalog that's available there. A lot of information at the FocusOnEnergy.com website. And just help them get to the agriculture side of that site, Jessica. Yes, um, a great way to start or a great place to start is FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness. Wonderful. Now, there's other programs, although we aren't necessarily focusing in on them today. There are a lot of different programs. I know that there's some folks that held off on building last year because of the pandemic. We've got uh, more of our, uh, let's say, machine sheds, maybe a heifer expansion. We've got those projects that are either on the docket or underway, Jessica. Never too late to contact Focus on Energy, have them look at those blueprints, walk through the job site. You guys are game to try to make sure that even if you've got a little something started, if there's a way to save money, you guys are the eagle eyes to find it, right? Yes, especially on the new construction side, we love to get involved early on. That way we can, again, help qualify those products or projects. And then also, um, yeah, there may be something you're missing. So lighting, fans, um, any type of heating system, dairy dairy equipment, dairy refrigeration equipment, um, via any kind of VFDs may be eligible. So there's a lot of things that, you know, sometimes you miss unless you actually go through it with us. And, you know, we've got the harvest a couple weeks down the road for most folks, still always engaged in the conversation about grain dryers and tune-ups, right? Absolutely. Um, Grain dryer tune-ups we expect will be kind of kicking off here soon, so we do have an offering on that, um, $150 per tune-up. So if you get your grain dryer um, looked at um, before that season, you can get some money back for that as well. And remember, folks, it doesn't matter what size that grain dryer is. Focus on Energy wants to save every penny everywhere. Jessica Milsna along with us. She is one of the trusted focus advisors that could be coming to your farm or agribusiness to troubleshoot your way through energy savings. Plenty of bonuses out there this time around focused in specifically on propane. But as we said, go to focusonenergy.com backslash agribusiness to find out more, or you can give them a call toll-free, 888-623-2146. That's 888-623-2146.